up. What? So give me one second. Me too. <laughs> hey everybody, welcome back. We're hey man, it's been a while. It's been a it's been about a year. <laughs> no one has I have glasses now. Sorry. Please do not Sorry. seriously, <laughs> you and picking my stuff over I by the end of this recording tonight. I just can't help it. I'm about to like yeah, I'm swear to God, I'm gonna get smacked accidentally, of course. Oh, this is close. I love you therapeutically. I'm Ben. Uh, I'm Ellie. And on today's podcast, we're gonna talk about one of my recent discoveries. <laughs> Okay, I discovered this. Give me the credit. Design thinking. Have you heard about it? No, Maybe because not. Ben discovered it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Freaking Columbus over here charting new territories, giving no credit to the actual founders. That's me. Just kidding. Who are Just the actual kidding. founders? I don't know, but it's been used. Well, I think originally it was used as... Um, sorry, I got to just, this, this, it's too loud in my ears. There's oh, something going it's on. It's perfect in my ears. It sounds good for you? Yeah. Oh, shoot. Don't change mine. Oh, I'm not going to touch yours. Okay. So anyway, design thinking, we're going to talk about it um, because I've been super inspired by it and excited about what it could mean for our job and for me kind of professionally, personally. Um, so yeah, that's the topic for today. And I know nothing about it. She's she's just going to ask questions, I guess. I'm just here for a show, really. Hey, really, it's the energy that you bring. You bring it. At it's midnight. Awesome. <laughs> yes. This is also for those listening. Mom, Emily. Hey, <laughs> we're going to we're going to record a podcast after a sh- after a shift. After a, sh- <laughs> after a shift when I lose the ability to speak. <laughs> yes, we are coming home. Tired. Exhausted. Hanging out after a solid nine hours of working. And we're going to record an episode, so hopefully it doesn't suck. Woo! A quick one. Yeah, super a short. Quickie. The fastest we've ever done. I'm literally not even going to edit it, so whatever you're hearing is what we said. This is raw dog. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> off track. I'm sorry, I'm really Jesus. Tired. Raw dog. Okay, well, <laughs> that was a great episode, everybody. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Uh, all right cool cool um so what do you want to know about design thinking why don't you just lead the conversation okay the first thing i want to know is how you stumbled upon it yeah oh man that's a good question Thank you. <laughs> um i'm a super nerd someone <laughs> someone asked me super nerd someone asked me i think it was my therapist asked me recently what i do for fun Shout and out was, Benson Therapy now. Ayo. Hey, listen, this podcast, <laughs> man, it changes lives. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. I, I, he asked me what I did for fun. And my answer was research. And he like shook his head and said, I don't think I can help you. And <laughs> so I'm screwed. I, I feel like I've known that for a long time, but maybe now you guys uh, will believe me. Um, so anyway, yeah, I was researching on the interwebs about training and development because in our field well certainly in our job and i think in the field in general there's a lack of really strong effective training and so people get thrown into positions that are extremely difficult emotionally exhausting like you know what i mean and they just get thrown in they're like hey good luck 
hope you the be- wish the best for you and hope you're the best because that's a phrase and we you've said it before don't look at me like that you have said that phrase yeah and at our job we've both i'm pretty sure you were told this too it's like sink or swim go in you have two weeks of like basically just shadowing and like getting a bunch of stuff thrown at you and then it's like okay now go yeah now go and either you fail or you barely scrape by until you slowly start to get it and then you make it right so i was just looking at what solutions are out there and this is honestly like one of the first ones that i came across so i'm grateful for that because it answers a lot of the questions that i have about how to make the work sustainable and the basic concept of design thinking is that it focuses the approach entirely on the individual like it's human-centered so companies like apple use that use this process design thinking in order to design products that are so like needs driven that it's impossible to not want it right like it's just there's something about it that just captures you like like netflix is another good example that uses uses the design thinking process like there's something about like the like every three shows or whatever it is it asks you if you're still watching that just feels right And it's because they have gone through this iterative process of trying to figure out different solutions to keep people watching based off of what their needs are. So design thinking has this human-centered approach. And when you work in a field that is literally focused on humans, it just was like, ah, like my brain was making all those noises. (laughs) Those are good sound effects. Those were actually, that's an actual recording. In your head. Well, that's what it sounded like. In your head. That was an actual recording. I just had a recorder at the time. I stuck it in my ear. That's what the sound was. I don't it's need coming to s- out of it. Do I need actually. to say more? Okay. Um, okay. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, okay. So I only know about design thinking from like what you've told me in little snippets here and there. Can you just sure. like tell us more? I mean, yeah, I, I guess I know a little bit more than the people listening, but tell us about it. Yeah. Um, basically design thinking is, it's a problem solving process. Like in the most simple way, it's just a way to get to a solution. So, um, the process has five basic steps. It changes depending on the application and like for training and development, it's actually more like seven or eight steps, but the most simple way of framing it is five steps and they are empathize which is like oh what a word you know what i mean just like it's like who we are it's like yeah it's like okay this is you have first step empathize okay I'm God, gonna, that's the this is for it. Us. i'm i'm here i'm here for it tell me how to do this um empathize is when you get perspective from the target user or learner so that looks like feedback it looks like surveys it looks like observations interviews um all types of stuff um So you gain perspective. That's the first step, empathize. The second step is to define the problem because inevitably when you are presented with an initial request, like, hey, worker worker culture at my company is really low right now. Like rapport is super low and uh, like there's a lot of people leaving. Like, can you help us? Like maybe it's the training. Can you come help us, right? Like that would be an initial request. You have to do a bunch of the research in the empathize stage to really understand what's actually going on until you see it in the context of the work environment and you're talking to the people that are actually going through the motions. It's, 
it's nearly impossible to, to really understand what the problem is. So the second step is define the problem. Once you have defined the problem, oh man, that burp is like stuck in my mouth. Ew. <laughs> yeah, it's like I can taste it. Brief and intermission. <laughs> While Ugh. Ben figures out his gastrointestinal. Shut up. Shut up. I never mess up words. That's your thing. Keep going. The third step <laughs> is um, ideate, which is just a fancy word for brainstorm. And in this step, you take the prior two and you kind of just start spitting ideas out. <laughs> Please don't mock my hand motions. It's a podcast. They can't see it. My hands are moving. Well, your head was okay? <laughs> like a cat watching my hand. So the third step is ideate. Basically, it's just brainstorming and you just kind of throw ideas and thoughts out. And ideally, you would have a group of people, preferably cross-functional across a company of different areas and different specialties and stuff like that. And you would use everyone's diverse experiences to to come up with some unique, interesting, potential ideas. Um, and it's sort of like the first step of the problem solving process with design thinking. Like you're actually starting to make headway toward a potential solution. Whereas in empathize and define, you're just kind of thinking about the problem. So here is like the most rough draft of of whatever it is, the solution that you finally end up at. That's step three. Step four is to prototype. So you start creating like pitches, essentially. Like, you know, you have a really good idea. And so then you you put a little bit more work into it so that it's actually practicable. Like you can bring it to something and be like, hey, like, so if you were developing a training, you would go to a program and you would say, hey, I have a class. I just need like you know, five of your employees just to sit in and do the class with me and see if they like it and give me some feedback. And it's not fully implemented yet. It's just a taste of what it could be. It's a prototype. Um, that's step four. And uh, the final step is to test. And with the design thinking for training and development, which is the title of the book that like, kind of inspired this all for me, but also is what it is design thinking for training and development there's the the step they call it implement instead of test um and then they they also have an extra step called iterate but that's that's just not important i guess uh, okay <laughs> okay so the fifth step is test and so then you just take the idea that you have the prototype that's been most successful and user reviews and all of that and you um, bring it to a wider audience and you just cons constantly receive feedback on it. So the design thinking model is what was born out of the tech industry. Like that's kind of where it's big. Companies like Airbnb use it as well. But it's it's just a problem solving process. So it's across every. Yeah, but, makes sense. But when you think about the the process technically, it makes sense for technology that there would be the last step would be test mm. because then you just keep making the product better and better. And right. Like Apple, like Apple, like every six months is a f new freaking iPhone. Yeah. <laughs> so um, in design for training, it's a little bit different for training. And the last step is implement because you don't get to do the constant iterations that you would find with technology. Right. You have to kind of just stake a claim and commit the resource and the time and the energy and the training to, to implement something, to implement a new training or structure or whatever it might be. Isn't there also something in this part with like, um, 
like consistency or like repetitive or oh, something yeah. like that? Yeah. So th- there's a step in this book, Design Thinking for Training and Development. They kind of blow out the initial five steps into a bit a bit more complicated, more training focused. Like they go into into deeper well they just expanded a little bit like they and they changed some of the wording because it doesn't make as much sense for training and development super helpful versus tech yeah okay yeah versus where it's coming from um and one of the steps they have is iterate which is oh the one that doesn't matter the one that doesn't matter well it's a (laughs) good question it does it does when you ask a question i just didn't want to lose my train of thought oh fair okay um so iteration is a process by which you build sort of successive versions of a thing so it's basically like prototyping over and over again um and so the way that that would look in training and development is you would give a small class see how it did then give another class of the same subject but slightly different based off of user reviews and you would do that over and over and over and over and over again until you have something that looks more like a pilot like a tv show pilot like Mm. you've it's developed enough that you can launch it, that you can show it to an audience, but it's not quite developed enough for like, like a full for worldwide. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or full, a full season commitment, whatever yeah. it is. Like, yeah. it's like, this is a really, really good attempt. Yeah. And then once you have the pilot, that's like the last step for refinement. Um, Cause it, the, like design thinking is constantly about iteration. It's constantly about doing the same thing over and over again and, and having refinement and getting feedback and getting closer and closer to what, the ideal would kind of look like um and so iteration and refinement go hand in hand throughout the whole process yeah it's really cool like listening to you talk about this because the first thing you told me about design thinking was that it's like literally how your brain works just like broken down into steps and like applied dude so true and like as you're talking about it i'm like that that tracks this is exactly how ben's brain works it really is and <laughs> you know life is like that man sometimes these things just fall into your lap that really click with you and this is one of those things for me it just clicks like like the fact that it starts with empathizing because you really can't solve a problem if you don't first just listen like put yourself in their shoes and, and then get define it, it <laughs> and be like no like you say like this is the problem but actually when i looked at it it seems like it's more like this this is exactly how after our conversations you def- go. Well, so here's the cool <laughs> thing. Like in our friendship, we've had situations where we've used design thinking. Anyone can That's use like it. That's like what I'm thinking about in my head. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's very strange. Because yeah. now I'm, I mean, you've said these things to me before, but like now it's kind of like really clicking for me. For sure. Yeah. Of like what it really is. And it's yeah. just like, it's just like who you are. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah. So here's, here's the thing that gets me really excited about it. Okay. Okay. Because if I imagine applying it to our work, mm-hmm. to where we work, the to weird the weird place. place. Yeah, it's such a good name for it. <laughs> it's really true. It is a weird place. <laughs> um, I just see, well, like, let's walk through the process really quick. Okay, so burnout is a problem. Mm-hmm. First step, empathize. Like we live it, so we understand it. Like we wouldn't have Empathy to t- check. <laughs> and we talk to people. Well, we talk to people, and we're 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 doing observations essentially, like working with new staff, especially as dorm supervisors. Like we are in a position where we're supposed to be giving feedback and observing staff. So anyway, so empathize step. We have that in the bag, 
And like, what do you see when you see people burning out? Like, what are some of the patterns that you see? In our job? Yeah, like when you see people starting to suffer and it becoming really hard and they, you know what I mean? Like, what, what are your observations of that? And what do you hear from them? Oh God, you're asking me a question. My brain is very tired. Um, Just give it your best shot. Yeah, I'm. my brain is also super tired. Okay, um, well, I'm going to think of one person because that will make me feel sure. a lot better. Um, so Rachel. Yeah. Shout out. Shout out Rachel. Okay. Ray Ray. <laughs> um, she just starts to like get really emotional, which like same. So like she'll cry a lot more. Things will be like small tasks will like overwhelm her. She'll mm. start to like, like the kids will say something mean or just like be like adamant or con- consistent with like badgering her or whatever. And she'll, you know, shut down really quickly or like need to go take space or she just doesn't want to come to work. Less energy. Yeah. Like those meetings, like yeah. me today. <laughs> just like not having that like enthusiasm or like drive or excitement about being at work like mm. we usually have. And when you talk to her about it, what does she say about it? Like when she, when you were noticing that, I'm imagining that you would check in with her and be like, oh, hey, course. like what's going on? Yeah. I mean, usually it just boils down to something really simple. Like I can't do it anymore. I feel like that's the main, mm. the main like where we end up every time is like, I can't do it anymore. I can't do it anymore. Um, and recently she's been telling me like, she feels like overwhelmed or like she's drowning or, Mm. you know what I mean? If multiple staff have been saying that lately. Mm. So I think that it just, it just gets to a point where you're just like, yeah, overwhelmed. I mean, you know what I mean? You can't continue to pour from an empty cup Mm. when you have nothing left because you're not like getting back what you need or, feeling the support that you need or Mm. whatever it is at work yeah man that's really well said even with the tired brain thanks i have no idea what i'm saying but you're doing great (laughs) no that's that's great so that's the first step right like imagine we have now empathized with our target audience we understand (laughs) they're run down they're burned out their experience is one of feeling overwhelmed and even by small tasks and feeling like they don't they just can't do it like they don't have the energy for it the next step would be to define the problem so what is the problem right is it a lack of energy is it lack of support is it lack of motivation are you what, asking me well I, yeah i guess so <laughs> where would you where would you put it uh i mean obviously it's all of the above but if you had to like really define it oh man that's um, a hard question I it's know. a really it's a hard, hard question, question for a tired brain um the first thing that comes to mind is, well, like specific to our job and right now, um, like A, it's just the time of year. You know what I mean? It's like the end of the school year, like things sure. are coming so up, busy. the kids are all anxious yep. and like behaviors are like extra bad right now. Yep. And we just got a ton of new kids That's and true. they all have really difficult problems. Like right. uh, I think... I think what would like the way I'm thinking about it is like what would make Rachel's job easier right now? Yeah, that's what would make her job easier. Uh, More staff, Mm. Uh, like opening the fourth dorm, just Mm. like spreading us out a little bit because we're all like packed in like sardines right now. Like everybody at full capacity is like or almost right is is a lot. Um, See, you're already doing the brainstorming, (laughs) which is so cool. Like You just slid right into it. Yeah. Right. Like get more staff, open another dorm. Yeah. Yeah. Dorm. That's a good one. Well, um, it's <laughs> a, a long R. And the <laughs> other thing that she recently said to me was that 
um, she feels un- under or unappreciated. Mm, I think that's a big one. Which is huge. And it's so interesting because, like, I don't feel that. Mm. But well, we... Dorm suit, right. Yeah. We get more of that, like, yeah. attention. or well, like, We get the one-on-one time with the oh director. Oh, my God. She just crushes that. That makes my day. That makes my week. Well, it makes a job, really. Oh, like, just... And that's when you have an experienced staff, like RK... Who just shows up and loves on these guys and gives it her all. Well, in like a therapeutic, <laughs> loves on them therapeutically, everybody. Listen, boundaries. She has great boundaries. She does. Shout out to Rachel's boundaries. Um, <laughs> and they don't get recognized. Yeah. At some point, you have to start thinking like, what am I even doing? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're doing it for, for this, the clients that we have. Right. But. There's got to be some progress and some give back. And, and I think yeah, a lot some of recognition and we do one week a year where we say yeah. it's like RC appreciation. But yeah, I mean, that's one week out of, a you know, 52. a treacherous <laughs> journey of 52 weeks. Yeah, And I think that um, something that we recently talked about was like all the I keep going back to like attention and that seems right, but also wrong. But I'm just going to I'm just going to keep going with it. All the attention seems to be on the new staff. Right. Like make them happy, give them what they want so they'll stay, right. which makes it's sense. It's so true. Yeah, but at so the same true. time, you can't forget the staff who've been there for, she's been there for almost two years and is like busted her ass, become this amazing staff. So good. And would be detrimental to lose. 100%. Whereas we have the new staff like, yeah, we want them to stay. We want to put in the work to make them good. But it would be so much less to lose one of them than right. to lose one of us. So cool. You're rocking the process. I feel like I'm going off track here. No, no, no. You're right on track. You're right on track. You're kind of bouncing between defining the problem and brainstorming, but I think that's pretty natural. Sorry. (laughs) Well, and it's a complicated issue. It's not one thing. Yeah. Right? It's like the job is exhausting and it's hard to do for a long time. Like that's just a a problem. Yeah. And then there's the lack of appreciation. There's the lack of support. There's the lack of new, like of staff like of having actual bodies to be yeah. able to split up the group and do whatever else. And with the new staff, what I've learned is it's just, it's like, it's really weird to like picture because that's where we were one at one time. Yeah. We were new staff ones. That's true. We were. Around when we started the podcast, we were still pretty new. Yeah. We were both RCs. <laughs> yeah. Holy cow. What a journey. Like six homie. months in. You were about to become a dorm suit. That's true. But anyway, looking at the new staff and being like, like on one hand remembering what it was like to be like that and on the other hand being like like not frustrated but like almost frustrated that like they're not there yet so they don't get it you know what I mean it's so hard (laughs) to be on the other end and now I remember like all the staff that were in my position now (laughs) and they must have been like who is this (laughs) so okay so if you had to choose one problem okay to focus on I would say having more staff okay more staff yeah great great choice thank you yeah really (laughs) really nice choice all right so then we brainstorm you've already kind of done that but to specifically for the problem of new staff Mm -hmm. what is what are some things that we could do differently uh train them better (laughs) yeah right yeah like a huge thing full circle yeah well a huge thing is when you get new staff and they they don't stay yeah because that happens all the time all the time like you know, Betsy's doing her best. Yeah. She's getting people in and, and, the, and either it's like the, the hiring process 
it it's, doesn't like wean off enough of the people that aren't really suited for the job because yeah. it really takes a certain kind of person. And the hiring process is extensive. Yeah, well, the background checks and all of that, but I just anyway. So maybe that's part of it. Like mm-hmm. that's a, an idea that we could we could focus on if we were to find a solution for this. Okay. The recruitment process, mm-hmm. like where are we getting people? How are they finding us? Why are they interested? You know, like what is it that's are they just like kind of like how I find it, which is just trying to find a job and saw an awake overnight position was like oh yeah that like works for my hours so weird yeah right um yeah so training recruitment hiring we could focus on each of those areas and we could brainstorm off of that and we could mind map it out and we could ask the five whys and do the how now while all that through all throwing a lot of stuff at me right now listen i love to brainstorm i could talk (laughs) we could do a how now wow how now wow that's a first for me how now wow is i'm just gonna really quick really quick, quick tangent tangent okay so there's a y axis and there's an x axis yep y goes up and down x goes left and right okay i think so i think so too okay cool if i'm the, wrong the y if i'm wrong leave it in the comments <laughs> because um that's never been done before on this podcast me being wrong or people <laughs> i was gonna say which one <laughs> yeah um and so the the y axis is um ease of implementation okay so how easy it would be to do yeah at first i was thinking like ease like multiple of the letter e yeah no the w- <laughs> i'm so tired <laughs> <laughs> no that's so good <laughs> hold on i want to double check this because i don't want to mess this up hold on one sec what the, I, I just the ha- x and the y yeah <laughs> I, 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 it's gonna sure drive me right. crazy no, no I need to, I need I'm, to look at the image because I'm gonna mess this up. How now? Yeah, wow. so the y axis is um, up and down. Okay. And it's the ease of implementation. So the very very top of the y axis would be impossible to do. Okay. Right, like to clone somebody. Okay. Like to clone, like literally <laughs> clone. That- <laughs> that's impossible to do. Um, no, it's not quite that extreme. Um, and then the x axis is uh, normal ideas or sort of accepted ideas and then original ideas like from normal from super original. normal to to innovative very and, unique right exactly got it so on the axis you on these between these two axes mm-hmm. axes axes sounds right if you think about the bottom left hand corner of the grid yeah there would be stuff normal, that's easy, easy to implement and it's normal so that's like the basic accepted ideas of what we do already okay. you know what i mean like the way that we do trainings where it's like once a month we have this long yeah. extended training and like that's just what we do and, and it's, it's super easy so and easy you could just you know ask a couple of supervisors to do it and they would do a, a super mediocre job <laughs> <laughs> not that that's never Oops. happened um, if you go along the x-axis on that, st- but still on the bottom where the ideas are easy to implement, you are oh, sorry, better to say if you were to go to the very top and over, so it would be impossible to implement and really super original, yeah. right? It would be, wow, that's crazy and impossible, but it would be, wow. And then, or so it would be, how? I'm really messing <laughs> this up, man. It's late, y'all. <laughs> How now? Wow! It's a brainstorming technique. Google, Google that shit because it's out there. So that was a fail. It's okay. Hey, listen, we fail sometimes. That's okay. I do highly recommend checking it out, though. Yeah, brainstorming is great. Okay, we're so off track, and we're we're almost at thirty minutes, and we have to end. Okay, I have one more question. Okay, can I just really quick? (laughs) So (laughs) from our conversation, if we were like, okay, it's really about hiring and recruitment and we need to solve that, Mm -hmm. right? So we brainstorm all of these possible things that we do and then we would prototype 
one of the solutions that we come up with like going to the college that's right down the road mm -hmm. and and not just setting up a booth but walking around campus and and like talking to people in the psychology department doing presentations in, in psychology classes like yeah going to lunchrooms and just sitting at tables and being like hey like you know i don't know being creepy i guess but like anyway <laughs> friendly creepy friendly creepy so we could <laughs> prototype these ideas we could try them out we could see we would keep data we would you know what i mean we'd be like whatever someone new comes in and be like hey how'd you hear about us that kind of stuff yeah no i think that's pretty common and then you implement so whatever solution you find has been most effective you just do that and the beautiful thing is that even if it were to bring in three or four more people that would be enough mm -hmm. you know what i mean like three or four more people would feel good so this whole huge crazy thing of burnout and 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 feeling overworked and like undervalued and stressed can be boiled down slowly through this process of design thinking into mm -hmm. something that is super clear yeah. and actionable and, pretty and possible <laughs> and pretty easy. And and that's what I love about it. It's like, it just... It takes a complicated problem and finds a it doable solution. It really does. It's that cool. makes a lot of sense. All right, you had one more question and then we should go. I actually don't. <laughs> really? My question was, how would you apply it to our work? But we just... <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. Wow. Okay. Well, Ellie blacked out in the last. I did. I'm not minutes. really here. It's almost 1 a.m. <laughs> oh, my tired. goodness. I'm so sorry. I'm very You're tired. amazing. What a good friend. You still have to drive back to your house. <laughs> so that sucks. Hope I make it. Don't die. <laughs> hey. Oh. Uh. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in, listening. I know. Listen, we're sorry. It's We're been sorry. so long. We're, We're sorry. sorry. Sorry, mom. We miss you. Um, we do miss you guys. We have so much fun making these recordings. If you are enjoying it too, don't forget to subscribe, share it with a friend, find us on the social medias that we have done nothing for, but maybe someday we will. And it's been a busy year. In like five <laughs> years, someone will listen to this and be like, what are they talking about? They have awesome social media presence. <laughs> That's goals. That's goals. We'll, That's we'll goals. get there. We'll get there. Um, we appreciate you guys. And if you're in the mental health field and you're doing the work, just know that like you are really, truly, truly special. And it takes an incredible person to be able to wake up and go to a job where you get verbally assaulted and sometimes physically assaulted and spat rocks on. thrown out and spat on <laughs> and all of these things. You are a rock star and you deserve to feel loved. So that's what we're doing because we fucking love you. Therapeutically. Okay, bye. Bye. Bye.